Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. From wherever you're listening to this episode, thank you for tuning in. So today's episode is basically about smartphones and um, should you upgrade or why should you upgrade or why should you not upgrade. This is the lifelong talk a lot of people have. I actually deal with these things a lot, um, technology in general, but mostly smartphones, gaming, things of that nature. But a lot of the people that I deal with when it comes to buying and selling, you know, I get, I guess, asked a lot of questions and majority of the questions are even from people in my life personally. People ask me, hey, is this phone worth the upgrade? Is this phone not worth the upgrade? So, you know what? After like over a decade of having to hear these questions and give advice, I might as well just talk about it today. So for all that are listening, thanks for tuning in. And we get right into it. So, you know, Apple, Samsung, LG, well, not LG anymore as much. Google, Sony, uh, Huawei, Oppo, OnePlus, all these different brands. Chinese brands, Japanese brands, North American brands, Korean brands. They all something to bring to the table. Some people want to flip over. Some people want to go from Apple to Samsung and vice versa. Some people also want to go from Samsung to Google or Google to OnePlus. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But at the end of the day, regardless of where you're wanting to go to, there are a couple of questions that you need to ask yourself. Right? The last thing I want to do is guide people in a direction towards where I am saying you know, it's, I don't want people to think that I'm, I'm going to be advising that it's best to upgrade your phone every year or when you see, you know, the, you know, the greatest and the latest to just go for it and ditch what you have. That's definitely not what I'm going to say. I used to be that way. I kind of still am that way, but I have my own reasons for that. Uh, but I'll get into my little, my little story later on before I finish up today on the current phone I have. I've had it for a while in my standards. So let's say you're nearing the end of your two-year contract or it has ended already. Or let's even say you're one year and you want to do early hardware upgrade. Now, for those who don't know what an early hardware upgrade is, is when you go to your carrier and say, hey, I have a year left on my device, but I want to do an upgrade. So what usually happens is, let's say, let's just use iPhone, for example. No, let's use, let's, let's use Samsung, okay? So this S22 line just came out, right? Let's say you have an S21 and you still got 13 months left on it. So what an early, early, early hardware upgrade is, you go to your carrier and say, hey, I want S22, I want to upgrade my line. So what happens is they'll process the new phone, <clears throat> which would be the S22, and you would, you would get that phone on a two-year contract. So initially what happens is from that date that you process that line, new line or old line, that's when the new contract starts. Now what happens to your old phone is, well, there's different options. You could be part of the buyback program where that carrier will take that phone back and give you a subsidy on your new phone, or you could keep the phone and sell it privately yourself. But like I said, again, <clears throat> if you're doing early hardware upgrade, you are now responsible for the balance owing of that device. <clears throat> what does that mean? Well, let's say you went into upgrade to the S22 from your S21 
and you check your account at, or when you go in and they'll tell you, hey, you're upgrading the S22 today, zero down, but on your next bill, the money owing on the S21, and by the way, this is the full amount remaining that you have to pay off. Because as you know, when you pay a bill every month, half of that bill is going towards your plan and the other half is going to the device you have because the device, is, device payments are spread out within a two-year period, right? So if you have one year left, that means you have one year payments left. That could probably be, S21s are going for what? When they're brand new, they're going for like $1,400, $1,300, depending on the config you get. So being realistic, after a year, you probably should have at least eight, seven, $800 remaining to pay off. So what ends up happening is if you do an early hardware upgrade, that seven dollars $800 will be on your next bill, along with whatever else you're paying for. So let's say you got a, a watch, a tablet, and your phone. And let's say... If, for every month you were paying about, uh, let's say you're paying about $270. So then that next bill, not only will you have to pay that $270, you also have to add on that eight to $700 to $800 that you now have to pay off for your original phone. So is that worth it to you? Is it worth it to have to fork out that big money? I mean, you don't have to, you could pay it in, you could pay it in pieces, and eventually it will wither down and disappear. And then you just start you know, paying just for your new device. But, and then of course you have that old device you can sell back and recoup some of that money. Or what I would do is, if you're gonna do the early hardware upgrade, either sell the phone before you do the upgrade or right, sell it right after you do the upgrade and use that money you get towards what you owe. Because believe it or not, sometimes the money that you could sell secondhand will cover what you owe or you even have some pocket change left. From my experiences, I've been doing this for a while now, a, a while now, and when I, do my, when I do my early upgrades, I sell the previous year's device, I get more back usually than what I have to, what's remaining to pay. And then, you know, I have maybe some pocket change, $100, $200 left pocket change, right? So, um, but that's just my situation. It's not the same for everybody. That's just my situation. Um, but anyways, let's get back to the topic. Is it worth to do the upgrade? Well, there's a couple things you have to ask yourself. Why do you want to upgrade? Is there a certain feature on this new device that your old device doesn't have? And if there is, is it really that important to you? Is it really that important to you? Is it... Because, I mean, cameras... Like, let's be honest. Smartphone technology in 2022 is it's stagnant at this point. There's not really much more they can, they can do at this point in time. We're going to need at least two or three years before we're going to see something... Crazy. We already got 4K. A lot of people, it's like, what, what, do you buy, what do you want the new phone for? Is it for the camera? Is it for the processor that may be similar or just 0.5 faster? Is it for the build quality? Is, is it for the features? These are things you have to ask yourself. And then you have to ask yourself, weigh it out and say, is it really important? Is it worth me having to have whatever my remaining balance is, put on my next bill and have to chip it down or just take uh, the money out and pay it off? Or am I content with the phone that I have when I could wait another year and it'll be paid off and then you'll, you will be looking at the next phone after the one you were interested in, which would be newer and probably better. Like, these are the questions you have to, you have to ask yourself. Is, it worth, is, it, is this process worth it? If it's worth it to you, that's fine. But keep in mind of what happens when you usually... If money is no object to you, then it's not gonna really going to matter. But 
for the people who are working the nine to five, you know, these are things that have to be considered, right? So ask yourself, you know, are you unhappy with the phone that you have? And if you are, what are the reasons that you're unhappy? Could it be an, a battery issue? Could it be a software issue? Because there's ways to have these things fixed. Let's say your battery is dwindling down. Let's say you've had the phone for a year or even two years. And of course, you got it at 100 and now maybe this capacity is 70%. Let's say that's the only issue you're having with the phone. But you see all these ads about, you know, the new phone coming out, new Samsung, new Apple, and you're like, oh, I want this, I want to upgrade. Uh, and, you know, and you try to justify it by saying my battery's worth shit at this point. No, it's not. Think about it this way. Instead of going to upgrade or early upgrade, how would you just fix that battery? Most battery fixes are, 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 are under $100. Sometimes they're under 60 70 around that price. Honestly, that would be a better, better thing to do than put yourself in a six, dollars $700, $800 debt or even more depending on what device you get just to get the latest and greatest as they like to say with another two-year contract, you know. It could be the screen. Maybe you got cracks all over your screen or maybe the digitizer or something is, is like flawed. Once again, shop around because you can maybe get those things fixed for a decent amount of money and it will, you know, and then that device that you have will continue on for another year or two before you're actually ready to upgrade. Like, I find that the, the most recent upgrades for the last three years have been minor between all like, Smartphone devices. Some companies go above and beyond and just stuff a lot of things in their phones, but it's like, are they necessary? They're, most of them are half-baked. They work like half the time, they're half the, they don't work, or they work to a certain point, and then it's kind of like, okay, well, this is just gimmick at this point, and now it's not really that important. It's, storage is a different issue, especially when you're dealing with iPhones or phones now, because some Android phones don't have micro SD card slots now. If you, if you have a device that has a micro SD card slot, then storage should never be... You could never, you shouldn't be using storage as your argument because you could just get an SD card and put it in there. But if you have a phone like an iPhone or some of these new Androids that are like just, you know, that's the memory that it has, that could be a problem. Now, you have programs like iCloud where you could upload a lot of your storage onto it and that will help a lot. But if you're a purist who likes everything on their device, well, yeah, you're going to have a problem. At that point, maybe you should have just got a, 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 um, bigger and a bigger um bigger data entry device at that point instead of getting the 128 you should have got the 256 or the 512 or the one terabyte because when you're getting it through a carrier the price difference is what five bucks six bucks per per jump it's not really that much and yeah it's it's something you probably manage if you're paying your bills every month it probably won't be that big of a deal with me uh 256 is more than enough 128 honestly is more than enough for me because, but I place it with 256 because, you know, I shoot in pro raw and whatnot. Uh, but even then, like, my iPhone 12 Pro Max is 256, and I probably use, like, 50 to 60 gigabytes of it. So I have more than enough space on my device. So I'm comfortable with 256. I could have got it. If a one terabyte was available when I went to pick up this phone two years ago, I probably got the one terabyte just because. Because it's like, well, I'm going to be paying every month for it anyway, so it's not really going to matter. But... It's good to have than not to have, but even though I know I don't need it. But, you know, it's always that philosophy there. So that's one thing you have to look at. When it comes to storage, yes, it could be a problem if you, 
if you're like, uh, like I said, a purist and you want everything on your device and you don't trust iCloud or whatnot, then yes, I guess you're going to have to upgrade because there's not much you can do about that. And you're going to have to get something, you have to assess your situation and say, this is all the things I have, this is all the photos, all the videos, all the files I have, all the apps I have, all the music I have, calculate it and see how much it totals. And then work with that number and say, hey, well, all this shit is equally about 220 gigabytes. So maybe I should get a 512 because a 256 probably ain't going to cut it with system memory and all that other shit. And then you're going to do new stuff, download new stuff. You got to do your math, put some education into it and figure out what exactly you need. So in that situation, I would understand if you want to upgrade to a new device. That makes sense. But if it's like a screen issue that can probably be fixed or like a battery issue, these things can be fixed and they definitely will cost a lot less most times than getting a brand new device, right? So that, those are things I think you should look at, right? Um, updates. Now, this is... This is an interesting situation, right? When it comes to Apple devices, Apple devices are known to have like five to six years of support, right? That's just how Apple operates. So you could be on a 6S right now in 2022 and you're good for this year probably. You'll get iOS 15. That, I, that's about it. I think, I, think, I think 6S is getting 15. If it's not, then it starts at the 7. But let's say 6S is getting the iOS 15 this year. They're not going to get iOS 16. That's, that's a fact. But Apple's known for that. They're known for, you know, giving you coverage for at least five, six years. But that also pertains a problem if you have an older device because it slows down that old device towards to a point where it becomes sluggish and hot. And then before you know it, unusable for some people. And then you're thinking, well, now I need a new phone. Of course, you know, if, if a lot of you follow the news a couple of years ago, Apple was caught throttling down their, their older devices through their software updates. And obviously they got caught and they apologized and, you know, they, they did certain things to remedy that and make people, quote unquote, happy. But companies do these things. So in those cases, you know, and they do these things because they want you to go buy a new product. That's how business works. Unfortunately, in some ways, companies do these shady things, but that's how it works. But at the end of the day, if you're able to deal with all that, there's no, there's no point in upgrading. If your phone is doing everything that you want it to do, then it shouldn't matter how old it is. But the moment it stops doing what you need it to do or your interests change, legitimately change, then yes, that's the time you should be looking at upgrading to something different. So yeah, software is an issue. I mean, back in the day, back in the day, even up to recently, it's only recently that Android, Android devices started being supported. Android device software started being supported a lot longer. I think most Android phones, aside from Google, which when it comes to Android, it's the only devices I use is Google devices. I started off, I, I, I used the Nexus line and that um, transferred into the Pixel line and it's just clean Android for me. That's like, when it comes to Android devices, it's only Pixels that I would, I would purchase. That's about it. But that's my own personal thing. But like I'm saying, it's only recently that now um, Android devices software is starting to rival support. It's starting to rival Apple's. Before it was like, you probably get two updates and that's it. Some phones only even get one, right? Even the older Android phones only get one update if you're, if you're lucky. That's a pain in the ass to know like, 
hey, Android 12 is coming out, but you're still on Android 10? Like, that's, that's fucking crazy. Then you definitely might want to upgrade. And yeah, you, but then again, it's like, okay, Android 10, you can still do a lot. People are, some people are on Android 8, and you can still do a lot. So, I mean, Android is just a different platform in general. And of course, uh, new software updates come with new OSs, come with new features, right? But then again, just some of these phones don't even have the capabilities to, to use these features. Therefore, it's, it's, it's void and nil. So it all really depends on, like I said, what do you want from your phone? Once the day that your phone stops doing what you want it to do, that's the time to upgrade to something new. It's that simple. The other question you have to ask is, if I got myself a new phone, how would I feel? Well, it, remember, when you get something new, it's always temp, the, the, the joy is temporary. For the first week, the first month, the first three months. But then that honeymoon phase ends and then it's just commonplace day after day. Normal. Normalcy, right? So it's like, do you want to put yourself in these expenses? Like, you, well, let's say you're, you know, you may, be, you may be having a 6S or a S8 and you're probably paying $40, $50 a month for, you know, for your bill. Unlimited everything or what, whatnot. Do you want to go and put yourself in an expense to get that brand new device that they're going to ask you, make, tell you that you got to update your plan to from 50 to 80 at least, and then you also have to pay 80 to 100 a month for the device. So you're going from $50 a month to potentially 160 to $200 a month. Is that something that you want to do? Is that something you're comfortable doing? That's how a new phone changes people's lives. You will go from paying one price to another. Of course, if you've been paying these prices for years, it's nothing new to you. Like for someone like me, nothing new to me, right? But for some people who are on different plans, it's definitely going to be new to them. And that may be something that you're not interested in or something you cannot handle. And therefore, it's best you, you know, shop the used market to get something a little bit newer and buy it cash out. I always advise people to buy their devices cash, cash out, unlock cash out if you can but a lot of people just don't have that type of cash on because these phones are $1,000 plus if you want like top tier, quote unquote top tier. A lot of the mid-range phones do very well and do just as well as the top tier phones, right? So keep that in mind. And, you know, they're around the $400 to $700 price point, which is still a lot of money. Some, some of the, the prices that some of these phones are like half a mortgage, half a rent. So keep that in mind, right? But, you know, like I say, if you have money to spend and money's nothing to you or, you know, you have... You know, you just want to shoot yourself or something. That's, that's, that's fine. But if you're on a contract, keep in mind, you may be going from a small amount per month to a big amount per month. And you have to be able to foot that bill. So keep that in mind. And that will change your life. That's how a new phone will change your life, right? So if that's something you want to do, then go ahead. But if not, there are other options out there. There are other options out there. But with that being said... Look, these companies, they put billion, millions and billions of dollars into their marketing, right? And the whole point of that is to catch people who are either wanting to upgrade or catch the eye of those enthusiasts who just have to have the greatest, latest and greatest, right? I used to be someone who was like one of those latest and greatest type of people. From the iPhone 11, no, from the iPhone 8 until the 12, I would find myself upgrading or doing early, early hardware upgrades. So my contracts were two years, 
after the one year mark, I'd upgrade. As soon as I knew iPhone was in stores, I'd go get it. Right? And I, I'm initially, when it comes down to it, to be honest, I'm an Android person first. The only thing is that um, Apple devices retain value for resale. And that's really why I, when it comes to contracts, I get iPhones because I know that when I'm going to upgrade, I will sell the previous device and I will get the money that I'm asking for. And that will cover the new device that I've got. It will copy, it will cover whatever's owed. So it all works out for me in the long run. And I don't, and I don't lose any money out of it. That's yes, my strategy, right? But, um, like, all I'm going to say is don't let the hype that you see in the TV or on YouTube or confuse you. If you're, if, if you're in this situations where you should upgrade, you know, if your phone's like five, six years old, yeah, I mean, at that point, it's like, if you can, you should just upgrade, get something new, be part of, and I'm not saying be part of the group, but just get something new for yourself, treat yourself to something new. Only if you could afford to do so, though, right? Only if you want to do it. Don't do it because someone else tells you to do it. Don't do it because you see these things on these commercials on TV or the people on YouTube are telling you that this is, the, you know, this is what you should do. Do it if you can and if you want to do it. And be happy about your choice, right? At the end of the day, it's, no one can tell you to make these decisions. It's really up to you on what you want to do. But I am just giving information on you know what you need to look out for and what to consider before you make these decisions because sometimes it's not really worth it sometimes you get put yourself in a situation where you start owing money because you can't you know you're like oh i used to pay 50 dollars a month now i pay 200 dollars a month i thought i could handle it but this is crazy and the next thing you know the bills are filling up catching up and you know now you're trying to figure out what to do and it's that sucks but, you know, you didn't have to put yourself in that situation, right? Because you, only you know yourself best. Only you know what you can handle and what you can't handle. So don't let, let anyone or anything convince you to make a decision that, you know, you may, uh, that you feel that you don't need to make. Especially when it's dealing with what's in your pocket, right? That's the last thing you, that's the last thing you want to be doing. Um, like I said again. Certain things, certain, certain, certain things and certain devices can be fixed and fixed at a decent cost and it will extend the life of your device towards where you don't have to get something new. And then sometimes something's happen where you just don't have a choice, right? If you've got severe water damage, motherboards cracked out, your, your digitalizer and your friggin' screen is cracked out, you know, this, pins are disconnected or damaged. This is a certain situation where you don't have a choice. And that's unfortunate and you just got to have to do it. But if you have a choice, think about it before you make that decision, man. Um, back to what I was saying. Um, I decided, I've had, so the phone I have is a 12 Pro Max. I've had it for two years now. And honestly, like, there you go. I just said it. I've had it for two years. I'm supposed to be on a 13 Pro Max right now. But I have a 12 Pro Max. Because I didn't, I didn't update the last one. Why? Because here's another thing you have to look at. What is different between my phone and the newest phone? Because if those differences don't move the needle for you, don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, the iPhone 13 has cinematic mode. That's cool now. It has a better battery. My 12 Pro Max has a pretty good battery. Yeah, it shoots, what? It shoots at different ranges? Well... 
I'm not really a photography person that much, so I would I care. The materials of the phones are the same. Yeah, the 13 Pro Max seems a bit thinner and bigger, but that's the... That's not, that's not something that's going to move the needle for me that I'm going to need to go want to upgrade. I kind of realized that. Like, when I got 12 Pro Max, I got really comfortable with this phone. Comfortable enough where I decided not to upgrade last year to 13 Pro Max. I'm actually... Went, and I'll tell you the truth. My contract's ending this year. I don't even know if I'm going to upgrade to the 14 Pro Max. I need to see what this phone is offering because if it's... If the changes... If the changes from the 13 to the 14 are not significant enough, and if the changes from the 12 Pro to the 14 are not significant enough for me, then I'm going to be holding on to this phone for another year. And of course, my bill is going to be less because I'm not going to be paying for the device anymore. So that's, that's, the, that, that's the ball in my court. But I need to see significant changes for me to make that. This is, the first, this is the first time in five, six years I've done this. And I'm happy that I did it because... I would, you know, I would, not that I was playing the chase game like everyone else and getting the newest, latest, and greatest and whatever, but I, I, in my head, I just always wanted to have that new device to check it out, to see what it does, to have the new features, and to honestly just say that I had it, but at the same time, to just test it out. That's what I usually do with, with devices I have, the iPhones. I kind of push it to the max to see what it can do, and then whatever that just goes back for texting and, and phoning device. Like I said, what do you want to do with this device? If you're doing basic tasks, don't put yourself in debt or don't put yourself in a situation where it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to spend this money just because, you know, because just because you have money doesn't mean you have to spend it, right? I like to make sure I spend money on like, Things are worth it. And I like to get things I like to get things at the best price I can, right? Obviously when you deal with a carrier, zero down, it's gonna be what it is, zero down, and then you can spread it out between two years. So that's what you're taken care of in that in that sense, right? But still, if you're if you're buying it off if you're buying it offhand, like wholesale, or you're buying it straight out, try to see what view you can get. And try to get things thrown in with it too, if you can. Like some of these carriers, I mean, where I, I think in the U.S. that's where you get carrier deals and stuff. I don't think in Canada there's much carrier deals here. Maybe if you go to Best Buy or something. Like, okay, that's another thing. Go, don't you don't always have to go to your carrier. Sometimes you go to if you go to a Walmart or a Best Buy. Sometimes you get like gifts thrown in, like you get a free pair of earbuds or you get like a gift card. Like, look look for deals. If you're really gonna sign up with a new, if you're gonna do an earlier hardware upgrade or something like that. Go to your Walmart, go to your Best Buy, because you may get more from them than you will from your carrier. Actually, you most likely will. Especially with Android devices. It seems like they, Samsung, they always like to throw things in. Oh, let me, let me say one more thing. When it comes to Android devices, Samsung devices in particular, don't rush out. Whether you're buying it full price out or even on a, on a contract, don't rush out and get it right away. Give yourself a month or two months before you do it especially with Samsung devices, because those prices will drop so quickly. You would, it's, it's clockwork. It's been like this for the last couple of years, three, four years. A new Samsung device will come out, and then literally three months later, two months, two months, three months later, it's like three, two or $300 less. Or they'll give you some wicked deal where they're going to throw in all this shit. And it's like, oh, well, God, I waited. 
And a lot of people on YouTube, insiders or tech reviewers, they know this, especially with Samsungs, Samsung devices. Don't always rush out to get them because you'll get a, if you're dealing with the Chinese devices, it's a little different situation. It's kind of what you see is what you get. But when you deal with Samsung, Apple, Apple's not known for doing that stuff. So, you know, you're not going to get any deals with Apple, really. They don't, Apple doesn't do deals. You know, Apple is also what you see is what you get. But when it comes to Apple devices, let me just speak on something, right? What's it? We're in March 5th today, I think. They're going to be announcing the SE3 next week. Same shape as iPhone 8. Just, you know, a better processor. It's like, at the end of the day, our iPhones usually do the same job for the most part, right? Yeah, the cameras, some cameras will be different on some devices, but they all shoot something, right? Um, the shape it may be different, but the, the OS is the same, right? Of course, certain phones will be able to optimize that OS for better features, but at the end of the day, the OS is the same. So when it comes to iPhones, you don't necessarily need to get the newest one. You get one that's two years old, three years old. For most people, okay, if you're coming from an Android device and you want to jump into the Apple ecosystem, I would advise you to start off with the iPhone 10. If you have an iPhone 10, then you're in the most recent family, the Notch family. And you can find an iPhone 10 these days, well, from where, where I live, probably for like $200 at least. And that's buying it out, obviously secondhand. Obviously, do you do diligence when you buy secondhand, but you find one that's clean and everything's good to go. $200 is a pretty good price for that phone. It's not, the iPhone 10 is not worth three, $400. It's not. It's worth like $200, really, to be honest. Or get the iPhone 10s or the 11, the Notch family. Pay a lot less. You're going to get most of the same experiences. You just got to do your research when you when you're when in this phone game you gotta do your research. You know? Whether you're buying out straight or you're going to contract, just do your research. See if it's worth it to you to spend that money that you may or may not have, right? And don't put yourself in situations that you don't need to be in. Just to what? Be part of the, the group? Most of these phones do the same shit anyway. We all have our phone to do what? Go on the internet, text, and call. The three fundamentals, the things that don't change, no matter how how old your phone is. those fundamentals will not change. So at the end of the day, when you look at it that way, it shouldn't really matter what kind of phone you have, right? I'm just trying to, you know, switch some game and give some, some uh, you know, whoever listens, some insight on what you should, should, and shouldn't do before deciding to make, uh, make these decisions, right? Nonetheless, that's all I have to say today. For all those listening, thank you for your support. Comment, subscribe, and um, catch you on the next one. It's LB signing out.